Good morning, gentlemen. It is Monday morning, which means it's Man Talk Monday on the Gird Up Podcast. Hope that you're having a great start to your week. Uh, I had a lot of fun this weekend doing some crazy stuff. We had CPR training, and then uh, a couple of buddies and I ended up getting stuck in the mud um, out, in the, <laughs> out in the field. All kinds of good stuff happening this weekend. It was a lot of fun. But now it's time to get down to business. If you uh, enjoy the content you're hearing here on the Gird Up Podcast, make sure that you're liking us and following us and sharing it with friends and family. If you feel the desire to be connected, you can join the Facebook community. It's the Gird Up community on Facebook. Uh, it's a great place to interact with your brothers, to build relationships with other men who are chasing after genuine Christian manhood and masculinity. And if you feel the need or the desire or the the calling to support our podcast financially, you can do that by either sponsoring the podcast uh, and putting your advertisements up here. You'll hear some good ones uh, on here already. But if you want to add yours to the list of sponsors, feel free to do so. Get a hold of me. All the contact information is at the end of the podcast. Or you can go on Patreon and you can support us there. Either one-time gift or a multi-time gift, like a repeating gift. Either way, it's a great way to support us. It's a great way to help bring the message of Christian manhood to men all over the world. Again, today we have a special guest on uh, Man Talk Monday. His name is Mr. Vince Husek. If you haven't listened to the Vince Husek interviews from about a year ago now, um, he's a great guy with an awesome story, a father of three sons. Um, congratulations, by the way, to Vince and his family uh, on the birth of the third son. And uh, he's got a lot of insights. He's got some wisdom to share uh, today as we talk about forgiveness. So I hope you're having a great week, guys. I hope that you have a good one uh, as we continue in, get ready to celebrate the Holy Week and it's our celebration of Easter. And uh, let's get on with the show. Here we go. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a canon, father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God created us to be. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. I'm Charlie Ungemach. And I'm Vince Husek. Vince is our special guest this week on the uh, the, the uh, Man Talk Monday today. Our word is forgiveness. We all know what forgiveness is, so framing it for our Christian perspective here as men of God, what place should forgiveness take in our lives? Well, I think if we lose sight of the fact that it should be first and foremost on our mind most of the time, we're in a place where we're falling into error. And I... I think that especially the older I get, which I mean, seems weird to say, but I work with high school students. And so being 29 and working with 15 year olds makes me feel old all the time. So I guess it's just normal. But the older I get, the more uh, grateful I am for just being able to see that in light of where I stand uh, in relationship to the cross, I am forgiven 
on a level that I can't quite comprehend and I can't really even be able to express to other people. And and that to me just is a, a huge fundamental piece of who I am as a Christian human being, like what that looks like to live my day-to-day life. Well, and foundationally as fallen sinners, we wrong each other constantly, right? Like there is constant wrong happening. Every single one of us is constantly being wronged and giving offense to others in a real way. And so the reality is if we're going to live together, we got to be able to forgive each other. There is no like living together and getting along and finding a way to make it work without forgiveness because we're terrible to each other. Yeah, we've talked previously about integrity, and I think a big part of integrity is being able to live in this uh, like already not yet kind of gap of going like, I have already been forgiven for all of my sins, past, present, and future, which is incredible. And then in light of that, I ought to be living a life that mirrors that and being able to look at the things around me that uh, people, like the interactions that I have with people and be able to go like, I can forgive in a way that tries to imitate uh, what Jesus did and, and not ever come close, but I can live in a way that tries to do that and try to be a person that has that integrity to understand where I have been given grace and then where I ought to be pouring out that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's easy. I think it's easy to understand and easy to implement at a, at a lower level where you're talking about those daily interactions and that, you know, daily what's going on and people around us. Cause we do just, especially people you spend a lot of time with, whether it's family or people you work with or whatever, you're going to constantly see their flaws. Right. And it's easy over time to start losing patience and be like, I'm just done with you, you know? Um, And it's also easy to, like when it's somebody you love, it's easy to forgive over and over again, right? But when we get to these big, like fundamental, you betrayed me, you've done some great wrong that's changed my, my condition, it's changed my, you know, my quality of life. It's changed, you know, my spiritual state. Like when you have those kind of big betrayals, it is very hard to let go. And it's very hard to, to, to release, you know, that kind of holding the guilt over their heads, right? And, and to actually forgive. Why is that important? Yeah, I think what I, what I keep circling back to in my life personally is that when I see it's again, it's about like my relationship to the cross and understanding where I fall in the grand scheme of things. And if you read the biblical narrative and you understand the gospel and you read the Old Testament and you see the just the, the trials and the things that people have come through and then be able to put things in perspective well and just be honest and have some some understanding of like where we really fall and where our circumstances really fall in relation to what real trouble and issues are. And we see 
Jesus, you know, cast out of his own hometown and betrayed by some of the people closest to him and look at the way that, you know, he's he's in the garden about to be brought to being executed and uh, one of his closest friends, you know, slices the ear off of the, the guard that's coming to collect him. And Jesus comes and... Betrays him with a kiss even, like closest friend. Walks up to him, kisses him on the cheek and says... This is the one I love. Arrest him. And and then his and then Peter, one of his other, you know, one of the other closest people to him, goes, you know what? I'm I'm not standing for this, and, and goes and chops the ear off of one of the guys trying to bring him to his his final execution. And Jesus comes and goes like, no, like this isn't this isn't what this is for. I'm not I'm not here for the sword. And picks the ear up and, and puts it back on and and brings forgiveness both to the centurion who's like there to arrest him and to his good friend Peter who thinks that he's gonna like save the world and put things back in their right order and and just looks at both of them and goes like this ain't it bro like this is not this is not what we're here for and and you got to understand that like I'm gonna I'm here to come and die for you and for him and now, like, geez, I don't know, like, man, you know, somebody, somebody did me dirty. Oh, yeah, okay, they, they did. But like, are you, are you living in light of where you stand in relation to the cross? And, and if you are, you ought to see that differently. You ought to go, oh no, like, I'm not happy and I'm not excited about what's going on here. But shoot, I think that I'm being called to do what Jesus did and that's forgive and move on with my life. Yeah, absolutely. And there's gotta be at some point you just gotta sit back and say, is it doing any good? Because it takes energy and effort to hold a grudge, right? Yeah. Like it takes time and energy and effort to hold a real act like a real grudge. And so at some point you gotta sit back and say, is this taking me anywhere? There are times where it, it it might take you somewhere, um, at least a little bit, right? Like, th- there's a lot of to, to rephrase that. When we were kids, mom said, "Forgive and forget." Right? That's not always the right solution. Forgive is the right solution. Forget is not always the right solution. Because if I forget about it, I might just end up right back in the same situation I was in in the first place. Yeah. You know, if we're gonna talk about integrity, we also need to hold each other to integrity. Yep. And understand that you know, um, people. <laughs> People who do terrible things and people who who wrong us might wrong us again. And so having a healthy idea of of what that is is important. But you also can't just like dwell on that for forever. Right. Right? Well, and there's there's a lot of biblical foundation to that in in the idea of like protecting the weaker brother. And there's a lot in the Gospels talking about like how, uh, you know, I'm not going to put the the weaker brother in a situation where you're going to make them vulnerable and put them at risk for sin and i think that this like kind of speaks to that where we're thinking about what it looks like to live a life of of real forgiveness and i can forgive your sin but then i'm also going to look on like all right well that 
that doesn't change the fact that there are certain things that you have issue with or that you struggle with and and to be able to protect you and really do true forgiveness and really have this have this love and mercy for a person I'm not going to put you in situations that are going to put you at risk of falling back into some of the same things that you've been in before yeah I never thought of it that way I always thought about it kind of from a selfish perspective of I'm not going to let you hurt me again but that's true. Like putting him in a position where you're opening the door to say, "Yeah, you can go ahead and sin again that way against me." Yeah, that that's Forgi- that's a big thing. Forgiveness gives freedom for you to be able to move on, but it also gives freedom for the people who have wronged you to also be able to move on and be able to trust in who you are, but also be able to start to make progress and move towards repentance for whatever it is. And- and the reality that forgiveness isn't necessarily freedom from consequences. I think that it's easy when you're yeah. working. Well, it's not always easy when you're working with kids, but I think it's easier to see when you're working with kids. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about relationships with like between adults, that is sometimes harder. That idea of there has to be consequences for your actions, whether positive or negative, but. I still can forgive you at the same time. So not providing you another opportunity isn't necessarily mean I don't forgive you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for for example, you, you talk about, we both work in the education world, right? So somebody that comes in and, and puts our opportunity to educate kids in danger, which happens every once in a while. Um, at, at, at any school, it's going to happen sooner or later. Somebody's going to either do or say something that's going to put our opportunity to educate kids in jeopardy, right? You can forgive them without giving them another opportunity to do the same thing again, right? Yeah. So we're not going to trust you with kids anymore. We're not going to trust you to, 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 to wear our name as your banner anymore. But it doesn't mean we don't forgive you, right? We might even still be friends, but you don't get the same rights and privileges and access that you used to. Yeah. And the same thing is said for relationships, right? We've all been through breakups where something went down and something was wrong and something was bad. And four or five years later, maybe even less, you, you get to interact with each other, you get to see each other, and you go, hey, I, there's, there's, we don't need to be, you know, there's, there's no reason we need to be enemies. Yeah. But you're also not going to get renewed access to my life and my current situation. Um, and, and then the, the, on the opposite side, the pain of that open festering wound of some of those relationships that don't get healed, whether it's friends or girlfriends or, you know, people you've worked with or whatever it is there, we, we've all got some festering wounds, right? And working towards healing those, but also, like we said, not giving an op, there has to be a consequence for it, not getting right back to the way it was before. And you're married, so you can kind of speak to that a little bit better. Like the relationship doesn't go back to where it was before. Yeah, it, it might go somewhere newer and better, even, but it's not going to go back to where it was before um, because the dynamics do change along with forgiveness. Well, and I think that's an important piece of that, right? Like with real good, functional working forgiveness is an aspect of repentance that comes along with that. And repentance is this concept of uh, apologizing for something, which I think is oftentimes where it kind of ends in our current understanding of what that word is. But it's also this concept of turning away from whatever was bringing that original circumstance about and turning to something else. You're not just turning away and then being done. You're turning away and 
turning to some other thing. And so when you look at relationships made right and restored and made whole, then that takes this aspect of not just you are forgiven, but now in light of the fact that I'm forgiven, I'm turning towards something else and I'm altering what the future of this relationship is going to look like. I like that. And if you, if you think of, if you think of the way as being a road, right? Taking the the easy path, no, no, not the easy path, taking the right path, the narrow way, that narrow way is a, is a long, straight, thin line. And when we, when we get ourselves into situations where forgiveness needs to happen, it's because I veered off of that line. And so it's it's not so much like navigating a maze as it is correcting course, right? And when you correct course, you can't go back to using the same sight line that you used before. You sail, right? You yeah. can't you can't if you if you're following a yeah. if you've marked something on the horizon as your <coughs> as your focal point and it it ends up leading you the wrong way. You're not going to choose the same focal point again and say, well, I'm just going to steer just to the left of it. You pick a new focal point and now you sail towards that, right? Your focal point, our, as Christians, obviously our focal point is, is Jesus in heaven. But when we veer off, like it's because something else has distracted our interest, right? It's because something else has become momentarily an idol. Something else has been more important than our relationship with our Heavenly Father. And that's why we, we, we strayed from the way. And so then that forgiveness and repentance works together to bring us back onto the way and take us along that straight and narrow path. 100%. I think another thing, just as we're still on the topic, is the, the idea that we don't always see the things that we've seen or that we've just talked about happen. Like That's a very idealized oh, yeah. way of like Absolutely. what... Uh, forgiveness and repentance should look like. And a lot of times we land in a situation that's somewhere in the in-between where we have to be able to just give things up to forgiveness and be able to move on and, and know that not every relationship is, is fixed and made whole. And sometimes uh, we're just being called to submit these things to God's authority and be able to go, you know what, I'm not comfortable with this and I don't I don't like the situation but I'm gonna trust that uh, when God says in Jeremiah that he's working all things together for our good that's coming out of a legacy where they were in a terrible situation that's not the the wonderful sweet happy verse that people like to paint it to be if you take it out of context in Jeremiah 29 where that like the context is that it was a horrible situation <laughs> that they were in as the people of Israel. And God says to them, like, I have plans to give you a hope and a future. And they at the time wouldn't have heard that in the same way that we do when we pull it out of context, they would have heard that in light of 400 years of slavery and oppression and like horrible things happening to them. And God says like, yeah, I know. And in spite of that, like I have hope and a future for you and and you need to be able to trust in that. And I think a big part of forgiveness is being able to say, I personally can trust in where I am in the story that God has for our world. And I can forgive and move on uh, just as important as somebody else's repentance is. It's equally important, I think, for us to be able to forgive and trust that we are in a place where we can trust in God's plan and, and move. I think, well, that's empathy, right? Yeah. It's understanding that 
Um, other people also are just as broken and ruined as we are. And being able to take, 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 well, essentially forgiveness is releasing our ownership of it. Right. Yeah. Like I'm, yes. I'm not going to, I'm not carrying this burden anymore. You know, the, the, uh, this is not a burden I'm going to carry. This is not a yoke I'm going to carry. This is something I'm letting go of and we're moving on. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the, the, uh, the, pe- the reference to this, but the idea of, Breaking away anything that's hindering me on my race, right? Uh, nothing that's clinging to me and weighing me down is doing me any good. So letting it go, being able to run full speed towards my Heavenly Father, run that race of uh, grace and forgiveness. Absolutely. Awesome. Love having you, Vince. Thanks for helping us out. My pleasure. Awesome. Gentlemen, have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.